At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin the Thursday edition of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Dave Ross and Mal Shaw coming at you here. We're going to have Josh Applebaum join us in hour number one. Uh, he is the host of Morning Bets and the Market Insights podcast. We'll ship up to Boston to get his thoughts on the NFL wildcard weekend. Of course, Mike Pritchard, of course, you know him. Former first rounder, won a national championship at Colorado, co-host of Easton's Pro Football Blitz. Can't wait to catch up with Pritch because, you know, we're going to talk a lot about wild or super wild card weekend, excuse me, as the NFL is calling it this weekend. I'm all getting a player's perspective on what that means because I know there are teams out there that we are all counting out, at least based on the number, i.e. Miami, i.e. certainly Seattle. And I just wonder from a player's perspective, uh, if they even if that stuff even resonates to them at all, they know that they're underdogs. Like Miami doesn't need to be told that 13 point dogs in the marketplace, right? They know that because they don't have their starting quarterback, they're up against it. Yeah. And there's no question about it with Skylar Thompson, how well you're going to be able to move the ball offensively against a team. It's had great success, a success against your defense. It's going to mm. be a real challenge for this Dolphins team going into this one line still sitting at 13. Mm. Um, I still feel like it'll tick up a little bit by the time we get to kick off on Sunday. I think maybe a little bit of a concern. You just got to make sure you check the weather orchard park in January. Probably not comparable to the Cayman islands. Probably not. Right? Well, I be- just want to be like every other broadcast, you know, it's 42, it nothing. Be. It's like, I'm sure Chris Fowler probably said, we're going to go ahead and project George is winning the national title. Um, I'm glad you brought up Georgia. If you recall 24 hours ago, I theorized with you. Mm-hmm. I said, Kirby Smart has now won back-to-back national championships at the uh, University of Georgia. Yep. We remember back in the day, Nick Saban, right, when he kind of flirted and went to the NFL, tried that thing, right? Didn't work out. Went back. LSU won a title there. Alabama's won a couple there. Well, I'm not saying that they were watching big, big bets yesterday, but I will say this. Arizona has received permission from the University of Georgia to talk to one Kirby Smart. Now, remember yesterday I also asked you, they don't have a GM. So who exactly will be conducting this interview with Kirby? Is it? I'll tell you who it is. Bidwell. I'll tell you who it is. It's who? Jimmy Sexton, Kirby's agent. So That's all think- this is. This is just to become the highest paid coach in college football. This has nothing to do with going to the Cardinals. Listen, he grew up in, I think, South Georgia. Dad's a high school coach, was a high school coach in Georgia. He played at UGA. He's won back-to-back national titles. And I'm going to tell you right now, I, I, don't dis- I don't agree with the odds makers in terms of who they have. They have Georgia at three and a half. I, I agree with that. I think Alabama should be third instead of second. 
there they play absolutely nobody. I'm sitting there. You know, my dad and I were talking about Ohio State left the national title on the table. If Ryan Day goes for it on fourth and one, they mm-hmm. get it. They probably got a shot to play TCU and beat them. You're Kirby Smart. You got a chance to do something Nick Saban didn't do. You got a chance to win three national titles in a row. I mean, you 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 all of a sudden now are starting there. You put yourself in that category of Bud Wilkinson. You know, some of the great teams that, you know, Tom Osborne had three in three and four Paul years. Paul Bear Bryant, do we start, like, going in that? Well, that? I think Saban's above Bear Bryant. Woo! So, you know, to me, when you look at it, that's the gold standard in college football. So I think that's who he's being compared to. I, I just think this is a complete ploy. I don't think Kirby Smart's going anywhere. Look, here, here's the argument, okay, to go to the NFL. Okay. You don't have to recruit, and it's a greater challenge, and you want to succeed at the highest level. Now, the other on the flip side is you can make $12 million a year. You can literally never have to leave the state or the southeastern part of the country, get anybody you want to come to UGA, and you're going to be competing for a national title now probably here on in every year. With a 12-team playoff in two years, they're going to be in every year. So basically what you're saying is he could be Tony Soprano and George. He's a made man. Right, he just—he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to leave. He can just go get the gobble ghoul whenever he wants out of the fridge. Hey, he can do whatever he wants to do. But if he goes to Arizona, it's a, a whole new challenge. Witness protection, and we got to start over. First of all, you don't get to hand pick the groceries. And second, the other thing is this is bigger than being Tony Soprano. You Whoa. are the, you are in charge of bigger the five, than Tony Soprano. You are in charge of the five families. Okay, <laughs> you oversee the entire commission. Whether it's the Gambini's, the Genovese, whomever it may be, they got to order a hit through you if you're Kirby Smart at this point in time. Everything goes through Kirby. Everything goes through Athens at this point in time. I'm with you. I don't think he's going, but I did find it interesting that after we had the conversation, I'm not saying that the Bidwells are watching our show. They should be. That all of a sudden, they get permission to talk to Kirby, and Georgia gives it to him. All I know is Georgia football ticket prices are going up next year for sure. We have other uh, interesting coaching potential news here. The Denver Broncos have received permission and have interviewed. Well, they don't need it because uh, David Shaw is no longer employed uh, at Stanford. But he is being talked to right now. Now, people might forget David Shaw, before he went to the farm at Stanford, did have a lot of NFL experience. He was in the NFL coaching tree very young uh, as, a, as an assistant as he began uh, his coaching career. But they have talked to David Shaw about being the next head coach there. Now, I, I saw a lot of people immediately on social media going, well, that'd be great. Everybody likes David Shaw, but get used to punting on fourth and one from the opponent's 35. Like Four, Fourth uh, and one? I'm surprised he's waiting till fourth down. I thought David Shaw might punt on third and two. <laughs> so the, 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 the knock on David Shaw is maybe the analytics aren't, he's not up to speed yeah, on but, but the analytics. Let me tell you something about the analytics, though. Mm-hmm. Most of those guys are morons anyway. Ah. The reality of it is they're, they're, there's too much of a paralysis by over-analysis. Time scoring situation is so vital to it. If all these analytics guys believe in that, then you should be like that coach that was in high school at, what, in Arkansas where they never punted. Just yeah. do that non-sides, kick it every time. You have to look at a situation. There's risk versus reward in life. Yeah. And there's certain situations where punting on fourth and one is a more prudent play. There's other times where it's not worth it. I think you can't sit there and put it in a vacuum, but most of these morons want to do that. I'm with you guys. Look, it just, it's interesting to me. Some of the names that are being floated out there. Again, we went through some of the numbers yesterday on the show, you know, some of the odds that are out there at certain books as to who will be the next head coach. Just keep this stuff in mind. Uh, Other, some, some other news and notes, Derek Carr, uh, I guess the former quarterback of the Raiders, still technically under contract. He wrote a farewell message on social media saying it, quote, breaks my heart, my heart. I didn't get an opportunity to say goodbye in person. This is a company man through and through, right? He he told the line for the Raiders. And then when he was told that you're not going to play and Jared Stidham's going to play the final two games, he didn't even show up at the facilities. He gone, right? We don't, we don't, we don't think he's going to be back. Also of note, the Jets have said they will be pursuing a veteran quarterback. Now, I thought that could be Jimmy G because of Robert Sala and his affinity for Jimmy back in their San Francisco days, but they are looking for a veteran. I wonder if that means Derek Carr. The bottom line here is this is a deep quarterback draft. We talked about the quarterback situation already. There's going to be a lot of movement, I believe, in the NFL draft here for teams trying to trade up, but there are notable veterans out there on the open market, and Derek Carr might be the top of the list, and then Jimmy G could be next. Who else is on that list? Because I'll tell you right now, the only thing I'm doing with Jimmy Garoppolo is driving him to the airport out of town. That's it, if you're San Francisco. Listen, Dave, I said this yesterday. This is a very simple business. You win or you lose. It's pretty It's pretty easy. You are not winning a Super Bowl. That team in San Francisco, he went to a Super Bowl. You know what? So have a lot of other quarterbacks gone to a Super Bowl. Well, it's like the great Shannon Sh- He went there as a player. Well, it was a great line that Shannon Sharp had. He goes about Trent Dilfer. He goes, Trent, Johnny Unitas, you are not. 
And it's the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, if he throws the ball even in the area code, Emmanuel Sanders catches it, the 49ers win the Super Bowl. Agreed. It's a bad throw. He can't, he can't miss Emmanuel Sanders on no, that I'm play. I'm going to tell you the biggest indictment, and this is why I've always said Kyle Shanahan never believed in Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers get the ball back with about, I don't know, 90 seconds, maybe two minutes remaining in that first half. Yeah. They've got timeouts in their pocket, and Kyle Shanahan is running the ball. Yeah. Most teams, they've got the ball with two minutes and a couple of timeouts. They're trying to score, and they're thinking, hey, if we don't use any timeouts on offense, we can get a stop, get the ball back again, and go get a field goal before the end of the half. He didn't even try and move the ball until late in that situation where he threw the ball to Kittle. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo is who he is. I don't understand why everybody's so infatuated with him. It's it's not necessarily that I'm infatuated with Jimmy, but what I think what, what we're seeing is you've got a deep potential, we believe. And look, quarterback drafts, we think, oh, it's going to be the 83 quarterback draft. You never know how these kids are going to shake out. We don't know that. I, I understand that. I don't know. Maybe at our network, we've got an uh, inordinate number of people at this network that are infatuated with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. Maybe because half the people here look like they got beaten by a bag of hammers and he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the jealousy and insecurity. But the bottom line is, as a quarterback, he's not my guy that I want leading me to a Super Bowl. I do like when he goes to press conferences and he kind of pops his collar. It's cool. Jimmy G, he's cool, right? He's kind of laid back. Seems like everything's in control. Maybe that's what teams are looking for. They're looking for a leader. Remember, these are still men that want to be led. And they got to be led either by a coach or a quarterback. Well, he, oh, I'll tell you what. We'll talk to Alex Cowboy. He's no Troy Aikman, okay? <laughs> so those are the guys out there in the market. Also, some news and notes here. This is interesting to me. It's not going to be Las Vegas. Sorry. AFC championship. But if it is the Bills and it is the Chiefs, it's not going to be an Arrowhead and it's not going to be in Orchard Park and it's not going to be, sadly, in Las Vegas. It's going to be at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That will be the neutral site for the AFC title game if it's only those two teams. If it's the Bills and Chiefs. You know what's amazing to me? I'm surprised the league decided to do this because um, are you going to be able to generate? I guess you'll still get people to show up, right? You think you're going to get 40000 on each side? How's this going to work? Great oh, question. I think you got no problem. Oh, really? really? Yeah, sure. An NFL conference championship game? I The NFL's so big, it doesn't matter where you put it. You get, do you know what the ticket prices are going to be? I don't know. They'll be expensive as hell. I don't, I don't think it's going to matter. But how are you going to get there? You can't fly in this country right now. Planes aren't going. I'm, t- I'm saying there's enough people living in Atlanta or people that would go to Atlanta to d- I, see that game. Wait, wait. You think uh, Atlanteans are going to go to watch this game? See NFL. They don't go to watch their team in conference playoff they don't games. Watch the Falcons. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> you think UGA's playing? You think they're making the trip? I, in think, the I think between people going to that location and people there. You, yes, you have enough to fill that same. You're talking about doing saying, it here. It'd be people here going. Well, here, here we go because we're going to gamble on Let it. me tell you something. Everybody's like, yeah, you know, I've got a trip going to Boston. I think I can route the plane through Vegas. I'm going to stop off in Vegas yeah, for at least 12 hours. Vegas. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I, I'm with you on this one, Ball. I, it'll be curious if that happens. I'm not saying that I'm rooting against either team because I'd like to see a true home field advantage. But this weird quandary they find themselves in, that the league – you know, they, they made for themselves. They could have gone other routes here, but this is the, the path they chose. Only if it's the Bills and Chiefs will the AFC title game be played at Mercedes-Benz. Do you think the league is rooting for it or rooting against it internally? I think against it. Yeah, I do too. They're, they're hoping one of those two teams loses mm-hmm. so that scenario doesn't play out. But it could very well. Actually, it's, that's the favored outcome right now by seeds, if you will, in the AFC. Okay, when we come back, let's take a look at these wild, super wild card matchups. Amal, some of these numbers are on the move. And one that really surprises me, we'll get to it next, here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest games, well, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. The VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recaps of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits are going to let you see where the money and bets are moving for every single game. Deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com/slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's V-S-I-N slash subscribe. Dave Ross and Malshaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Again, we're going to ship up to Boston with Josh Applebaum. Later on this hour, Mike Pritchard in hour number two, talking all things NFL with both those fine gentlemen. But I do want to talk about some of these moving numbers. And we understand that when you get to this stage of the season, the second season here in the NFL, we look at quarterbacks pretty much first. And we understand why the Dolphins are 13-point dogs to the Bills because Skyler Thompson is going to be the starting quarterback with Tua Tungavailoa ruled out. Now, about six weeks ago, we saw the Lamar Jackson injury, and uh, John Harbaugh came out and said, well, he's day-to-day. We'll see if he's ready to go Sunday. About six Sundays have passed since then, and he still hasn't been ready to go. Kelly Bidlin, do you have an injury update as we sit here on a Thursday, which is normally those all-important days? Did you practice? Can you go? Yeah, Ravens beat reporters uh, saying today, Lamar Jackson not practicing again. Tyler Huntley, though, came out onto the field late. Oh. He was throwing in the portion open to the media. Okay, two things here. One, if Huntley goes, boy, this number's up, up, and away. You could have grabbed, like Kelly did, Bengals at six and a half a couple days ago. You can't get that number anymore. Nine and a half. We've gone up a full Justin Tucker field goal. Kelly, are you going to come back with the uh, Ravens at plus nine and a half or ten if it goes there? If it get, gets ten. Then, then play your middle and, and, and go yeah, do just, something else in your side. Actually, it's right. exactly no, right. I don't even know. I don't even know about that, Amal. If, if Anthony Brown's playing, I don't know that I will. Well, let me tell you something. If Anthony Brown is playing, I don't even know if the Ravens should go to uh, Cincinnati. But, but again, what did he throw? 44 times last week? Yeah, 19 for 44. So, like, they're they're trying to see what that, which I think is smart by Harbaugh, right? You, you might not have any other options at this point. But if Huntley's out throwing – which is the key here, right? Because we're talking about two running quarterbacks, but one that clearly throws it better than the other. Huntley throws it much better than than uh, than Anthony does. I just look at it and I go, let's get back to the elephant in the room, Lamar Jackson. Does this have anything to do with the contract, or is this purely about whether or not a guy can go? Because what, what are you saying in terms of the contract? Well, if he was under contract, mm-hmm. which he is not, right? He's going to be a free yeah, agent yeah. after this year, right? He's, he's betting on himself. We all knew the whole story all season long. Is he being advised by whomever to, hey, man, why are you going to go out there and risk injury, further injury, when your deal's up 
That's a fair point. I didn't think about it from that perspective. However, I would counter it by saying if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you look at a guy and say he's always dinged up. Do we want to pay him a ton of money if he can't be healthy, especially down the stretch in the most important part of the season? You know, when you look at quarterbacks that have been mobile historically, the injuries tend to occur, obviously, as the season wears on. That's just kind of common sense. So if I'm looking to sign Lamar Jackson to a long-term contract, the first question I'm asking myself is, what is his viability from a health standpoint to be able to be our starting quarterback? You know what, and I'm all, you've been in locker rooms, you know how this works. And again, we'll talk about it with Mike Pritchard. I'll be fascinated to get his thoughts. When I hear former players now out there in media, uh, whatever your media outlets are, the, the consensus is, if I could summarize for the majority, is don't do it until you get your money. Like the players look at it like, if you're not getting paid and you haven't got the bag yet and you haven't secured it for next year and beyond, don't do this. There's no point in you, Lamar Jackson, potentially getting further further injured if you're dinged up enough that you can't even practice yet, right? So why go out there and karate kid this thing and, you know, and, and go out there on one leg and, and try to make this work and win the All-Valley Karate Championship? I've heard others say, though, and this is where the locker room mentality comes into play, that if he goes back to that team next year, doesn't play, and they lose, they're going to look at him side-eye and go, we know you could have gone. Right, but you, you chose not to. So why do I want to rally behind you now? Well, I think a lot of it is determined by the fact that if you believe he could play and you're in that Baltimore locker room, I think it would have a negative effect. Right. You know, when Cam Newton didn't dive for that ball in the Super Bowl, mm. I said I would have cut him immediately after that game. I just don't think the team is going to respect him enough. You've worked for 16 weeks of regular season games plus three in the postseason to get to the Super Bowl, or two or three, excuse me, and um, you don't give that effort in that situation – regardless, it felt like a business decision, whether it was or isn't. I mean, whether it was or wasn't. That was the Devon Miller fumble sick, right? Yeah. So, again, those things are on tape, right? So, we don't know. Only Lamar truly knows and the doctors know. The guys around, you know, around the Ravens facility, they probably have a much better idea than we do on the outside looking in. So, if they think he can really play and he decides not to play, that will be a problem if he is re-signed by the Ravens. But I do think all of this is up in the air now. With this playoff game, and they might have to go to Anthony Brown for a second straight week, and John Harbaugh's like, uh, to your point, like we're going to have these conversations as an organization with you, Lamar, and we thought you were week to week, and those weeks have turned into months. Well, I, I personally think he's probably injured pretty severely. Yeah. The fact that he's not going to give it a go because he is a real competitor. I'll give him that for sure. Uh, but from a Baltimore standpoint. You know, do you want to keep Lamar Jackson long-term is the bigger question. Because the one thing that has been proven over the last five years is his lack of accuracy. And you've got to be accurate. And I think one of the greatest architects in terms of designing teams in the National Football League did it with the with the four-in-a-row Bills and then with the Colts was Bill Polian. Mm-hmm. And he says the single most important thing for a quarterback is accuracy. And that- Lamar Jackson... I mean, this guy can overthrow a country by himself. Well, he's got an arm. It just doesn't always know where it's going, right? There, there's no question. He can make every throw. It's just that, you know, arm strength is not an issue, to your point here, Amal. It, it, is, it is accuracy, but the legs are what separates him. This is why he's a former MVP of the league. And why, if, if the Ravens decide to move on, we're talking about Jimmy G and Derek Carr. Imagine the market for Lamar Jackson out there. I mean, it changes everything. It changes the draft. It changes the way teams perceive you know, what's actually available if you have potentially Lamar Jackson to join that field of Jimmy G and Derek Carr before I have to go to the young kids coming out of college. Kelly, does Dave Moonlight as Jimmy Garoppolo's agent? <laughs> well, wait, wait, what is it? Why? I'm just saying he's going to be a Listen. starting quarterback next year. He wasn't even a starting quarterback this year when the season started. Jimmy Garoppolo will be a starting quarterback next year. Well, hold on a second. He wasn't even the starter. He was the old type. He couldn't beat out a stiff from North Dakota State. I don't well, that's well, because they well, wanted to turn on, the keys over to the kid. At the beginning of the season, he'll be a starting quarterback. I or think, at some point during next season, he'll start a quarterback. Give me some numbers. I say Jimmy G week one starts somewhere. I don't know where. But all I'm telling you guys is when I saw this halfway through the season, the quarterback crisis that is the NFL, Jimmy G will be a starting See, quarterback. That's the problem. I want to I want to argue with him a moment. But, no, no, no. but he, he, said, he, said, he said he'll be a starting quarterback when the season starts. Yes. There's a big difference. Yes. Listen. Wait, you just asked the question, will he be a starter at some point during the season? Now you're Week amending one. your statement? 
Yeah, because no, 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 quarterbacks no, 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 are terrible. No, 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 I agree. He could start during the season. I don't believe he'll be a starter at the beginning of the season. What? Have but you there looked are around so the league? Many crappy Listen, quarterbacks. This, this, yeah. this guy might mock a few good men, but let me tell you something right now. The real counselor is here. We're gonna we're gonna address this thing right now. First of all, yes, at some point in time he could be a starter. Look, Anthony Brown was a starter in the National Football yes, League. Yeah. He was probably five plus five million to be a starter at some point in time this year. My point being is this: this guy is not going to win you a Super Bowl. That's the bottom line. They had a great I'm defense at San Francisco. They have a great defense this year. That's not what I said. No, no, no. My, my point is, though, you're trying to plug this guy into every team. No. Like, you know what? Hell with it. Let's put him in Dallas. How do you like them apples? All I'm saying is he will be <laughs> I a know he's better than Cooper 18. Rush. Well, I, look, seriously, Jimmy G or, or Super Dak Prescott. I mean, I'd rather have Dak, but I don't think that the, it's like a huge difference right now and where those two guys are. I'll tell you one thing. You got a better shot to win in Philadelphia with Dak Prescott than you do with Jimmy Garoppolo. I agree, but I don't think it's like this chasm between the two right now. I can't believe you just insulted your own quarterback. I'm not. It's not an insult. I told you, don't mess with the counselor. It's It's time to go to school here. This is amateur hour over here. Super Cowboy fan just went after Dak, I did. Compared him to Jimmy G. Dak is bigger and better than Jimmy (laughs) G, but I don't think it's a huge chasm between the two. That's the point, is that Jimmy G right now is a serviceable starting quarterback. Is he going to take you to a Super Bowl? Probably not, but that – there's 20 teams in the league that aren't going to go to a Super Bowl next year I, I, that need a starting quarterback. I'm going to tell you right now, we have an epidemic at this network of people talking about Jimmy Garoppolo like he's Joe Montana because he plays in San Francisco. Who is saying he's Joe Montana? No, but why are you trying to make him a starter everywhere? Because the, the Ravens are designed to run the Because quarterbacks suck in this league. They're terrible. I, we have so a problem. Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the point. Jimmy G is good enough to be a starter because the league is devoid of good quarterbacks. Half the teams look at the quarterback and go, you can't go anywhere with them. You can't. And Jimmy's in that category. But the point remains, he will be a starter next year because that's how bad the league is, collectively. It's not good. But when you look the, at the, the, the Falcons situation and you go from Desmond Ritter to Marcus Mariota, Jimmy G would be an upgrade there. That's kind of the point. Yeah, but here's the thing. The teams you mentioned, Baltimore and the Jets, they're built to win right now. Yeah. Are they beating Patrick Mahomes, uh, the kid in Buffalo, um, Josh Allen, the Niners, Joe Burrow. The Niners might go to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. That's because kind they've of got the point. six players, six players that I can argue are the best at their position in football. Sure, but that's kind of the point. Just don't screw it up, Brock Purdy, and we'll get you there. You just come along for the Brock, ride, Brock kid. Pur- that Brock could be Purdy's Jimmy mobile. G. He is mobile. Yeah, but this. But is don't the- worry. I only told you about Brock Purdy coming out of Ames a while back. You did. The point being is there's going to be a quarterback carousel, and it's going to be on the move, and the Jimmy G's and the Derek Cars are going to be in that conversation. Coming up next, what team Dave wants to put Garoppolo on? <laughs> That's next on Big Bets. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for our new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and much more. It is a whole new ballgame. Back alongside of Shaw, Dave Ross here. We keep rolling on here on Big Bets on a Thursday. I do want to take a look at the college basketball slate. Kudos to you yesterday for Penn State. Woo! Easy pickings against Indiana. I saw our own uh, Wes Reynolds tweeting. And, like, you got to listen and watch Wes and Femi on the nights here, uh, live bet tonight here, uh, weekdays on the network, weeknights. Because I, I know when Indiana's imploding that I'm there's going to be some good text from Wes because he's, you know, Mr. IU. Like, I'm Mr. Cuse or, or, or Dallas. I look for, for Wes for Indiana. He wasn't very pleased with the uh, with the effort last night, but you called it. I mean, they were obviously down some some guys, and it was going to be a tough sledding situation for them at Penn State. But is this more about Penn State or more about Indiana with the shellacking they took last night? I thought it was a combination of both. Penn State really shot the ball well from the perimeter, 18 for 31 from the three-point line. Uh, Seth Lundy was outstanding, goes for 25 points in that one. But I thought Indiana also had some bad turnovers. I, I tell you, there's a couple of guys I've watched the last few weeks, and, you know, they're great college players, mm-hmm. but they are not NBA players. Trace Jackson Davis being one of them. Wow. And then uh, Sonego at uh, UConn. I mean, these guys, anytime there's pressure on them with the ball, they just don't have the handles. They, they get ripped of the ball too easily, and I think that's why you see Sonego way down on the draft boards. You see Trace Jackson Davis somewhere around 50 or 60 if you look at some of the draft boards. 
IU last night um, with nine turnovers. They had a sequence in the first half of four or five turnovers in a row. Um, Penn State only had five turnovers overall, though. But, you know, if you're Indiana, you shoot 18 free throws. Penn State only shoots four. Um, and you still get beat on the road Ooh. by 19 points. They got beat down pretty good. So uh, easy win for you last night with Penn State. Let's see if we can find some more winners yeah. uh, tonight. Let's start off uh, in the same conference. When you look at Michigan against Iowa. So Michigan now is going to catch five and a half against the Hawkeyes here. Look at that high total of 154 and a half. So we're expecting some tempo. Uh, what do you expect tonight from this one here as we we have a Big Ten clash? I was going to go up and down. That's what they do. Yep. Um, but you look at Michigan, can they keep pace? Remains to be seen. Uh, I actually lean towards the Wolverines plus five and a half because mm. I don't know if they've got an answer inside for Hunter Dickinson. But Michigan has been inconsistent as well. Both of these teams, this is a crucial game for them when you look at it from a uh, potential NCAA tournament opportunity. Iowa right now, to me, would be on the outside looking in. Michigan, I, I would have to say the same about them in their biggest games. They've lost all of them. Arizona State, Virginia, Kentucky, um, North Carolina. Uh, they beat Maryland at home and they beat Penn State at home. Those are the two best wins. They got beat by Michigan State on the road. So important game to get a road game in the Big Ten. It is going to be so tough this year when you look at the league, just like, in you know, Baylor did win at West Virginia last night, but yep. it's so tough to win in the league on the road in the Big Ten and the Big 12 and some of these conferences. So if you're Michigan, good opportunity against an Iowa team laying five and a half here. I would lean towards the Wolverines here. Didn't play this game. Going to stay off of this one, but this is not one where I want to back really either side. You know, it's interesting when I look at Michigan, when they hired Juwan Howard, obviously mm -hmm. for those uh, of age like myself, that five, I thought it was a really good hire, right? Kind of getting back to that, those 90s ways. How do you assess where Juwan is right now in his coaching tenure with Michigan? You know, great question. Uh, I thought he got off to a great start, mm -hmm. but things have kind of flatlined a little bit. Uh, Michigan's always been good. We saw, I, I thought they had one of the best coaches in college basketball in John Beeline. Oh, you know, he man. left to go to the Cavaliers, and I get why he did it. He took the money. Uh, but to me, when you look at this program, it, you mentioned the Fab Five. Here's the problem when you're recruiting kids. The parents know who the Fab Five are. The kids don't, right? right. The kids you're recruiting today are born in 2001. No idea. Six, seven, maybe somewhere around there. Right. Eight, I, I don't even know. Um, Nor should they know. Yeah, exactly. So they don't know who you, who you are in that sense, but I still think it's a program that could be on the map. But nowadays, you know, between NIL and the way recruiting is and, and certain programs just getting certain guys in, in the Big Ten, Michigan State in the last decade hasn't gotten the players they used to get two decades ago. Yeah, it, it's right. And, and again, I'll, I'm, I always root. I love those teams back in the day uh, with the Fat Five in Michigan, and I'm I'm with you. It looked like a great start to Juwan's career at Michigan as a head coach and tailed off a little bit, but a good opportunity tonight catching five and a half at Iowa. Another one of those numbers right around five with Oregon out in the Pac-12 hosting uh, Forks Up, Arizona State. Is five, we look at that in the NFL, kind of a flat number? Is it the same for you in basketball? No, I think in basketball, any number can be applicable, whereas in football, you know, because of the way the scoring system is a lot different. Um, this is a little bit of a high number for me. I think this Arizona State team is really good defensively, mm. a really, really good team. Uh, 33rd in terms of defensive rating. Offensively, both teams can be challenged at times. ASU does not shoot the ball particularly well, just under 43% from the floor. 31% from the three-point line. But the Ducks aren't better. They're 29% from the three-point line. So you have a concern with this team. The guard play has been inconsistent. Um, you know, when I look at this Oregon team, they have not been able to put it together. They've been competitive. They get a good road win in Salt Lake City. But they get absolutely blown out in Colorado and Boulder against CU. So now here's an opportunity. I think this number's gotten a little bit out of whack. Dave, I looked at this game earlier in the week and I was hoping it would come out at two and a half or three. Oh, I thought it, well, at least when I saw it first, it was three and a half. Mm. I stayed off of it. Um, but at five for me, I, I'm not going to play this game either way, but this is normally the type of play where if it were three, three and a half, it was at three and a half one point. I just don't have the confidence in the ducks right now. I would normally play that home team there deep in the woods tonight. Should be a good game. Important game for both sides. How, how much, how many points factor into the uh, worst court in college basketball where you just can't see if you're the opposition? I, none, but I, I don't <laughs> think it's the worst court in college. But I, I love Come it. On, man. It's like, ah, every time I see it, I'm like, it's jarring. What's funny, Dave, is I go back and forth. Like when I see it, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, man, that thing is obnoxious. And then sometimes I'll be watching a game. After you're watching a game for a few minutes, I don't notice it anymore. Well, it depends how many drinks you've had, right? That's by, true, by, too. That's all. <laughs> hey, Dave, that applies to a lot of things in life. Yeah. By, by the way, I'm going to tell you who's got the best floor in college basketball. I was watching it last night. Carolina's always had a good one. Duke's yeah. got a very good one. Texas, I love their oh. new floor. That thing is clean. They just got the Longhorn logo. 
It's not like with everything else on there. Uh, it's still fresh and so clean, clean. What's that? It's still fresh and so clean, clean. Let's go. That was with a that. song. Okay. Uh, not, it's not 30 years ago. Uh, about 20, uh, right? 20, about 20, about 20, 20, 20 I can tell you right now, take that bet that it was not in 2003 or 2002. <laughs> Let's I'll even to... throw in 2002. I'll give you the extra Give me the time. extra. Yeah, I might need it. The, Colorado and SC yeah. tonight. And uh, Trojans are going to lay four at home against the Buffs. You just mentioned, uh, mentioned that Buffalo win over Oregon where they blow out the Ducks. As we stay in the Pac-12, this total around 140. Andy Enfeld and company, what do you make of SC? You know what? They had a great comfort behind loss. I've never said that before. Wow. Against UCLA in a game that yeah. they should have pulled out last week at Pauley. Weren't able to do it tonight at the Galen Center. Uh, you know, they have an opportunity against this Colorado team. The one thing that I think they should be able to take advantage of is a little bit of the size. Lack thereof for CU. But love the way Boogie Ellis has been playing. Uh, Peterson's been solid as well. On the flip side, if you're CU... You're going to need to be able to play well here. This is I love Tad Boy. I think he's a tremendous coach. Uh, Simpson and DeSilva are going to have to really perform here. Simpson's been outstanding, averaging 18 points a game. DeSilva not bad at 15. So these guys are going to have to be on their A game if they're going to get a road win at the Galen Center. This is one I would look towards an in-game opportunity. I think the Trojans win the game. But because the Trojans are such a poor shooting uh, team from the foul line, Dave, I don't want to lay four here because I think we get into a late situation. It could come down to a possession or two and free throws, and I don't want to rely on the Trojans. And that outcast hit came from the uh, great, great outcast album Stankonia from 2000, the year 2000. 2000. Knew it wasn't two decades. 23 years ago. You were close. I apologize to Kevin for pounding the table, too. I know that's not good for audio. <laughs> Damn, I'm so close, though. So fresh as a clean. Getting, close, getting only ca- close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and torpedo warfare. <laughs> Arizona's going to lay 15 and a half against the Beavers from Oregon State. Now, boy, I got to lay that number on the road. We all get that Arizona is, we believe, one of the elite teams. Uh, right now ranked ninth uh, in the country. I don't know if you look at that. I know we don't really look at numbers and go, oh, ninth. It's more of, is this a Final Four team, right, for Arizona, potentially? Do you trust them enough to lay 16? Because you got to win by 16 here to cover that 15 and a half on the road. Um, you know, to me, when, when I look at it, this is a big, big number. By the way, Wayne Tinkle, remember they made yep. it to the Elite Eight Man. back two years ago. What a run. Bernard Madoff would be proud of the amount of money Wayne Tinkle's been able to steal over the last season and a half. Remember, they this won team the, has been god awful. They won the tournament just to get in, yes. and I think they were sub five hundred, yes. and then they go all the way to the Elite Eight. It was a re- remarkable run. This program is in shambles. They're going to fire Wayne Tinkle after this season. Um, you know, usually Gill used to be a tough place to play up at Gill Coliseum. Arizona should be able to win this game comfortably. I'm no way I'm laying 15 and a half on the road. I mean, you win by 13, you win by 16. It's the same thing for the Wildcats, right? The goal right now is take care of business comfortably, then get ready for the weekend showdown in Eugene. Take care of the business against the Ducks. All right. So, again, that is a big number uh, to lay on the road here, 15 and a half for Arizona against Oregon State. And, again, you, you, Amal, that's just not your type of play, right? Where you, 15 game, and a half on the road? Yeah, where you're yeah. like, what's the – there's no incentive for them to cover the number. It's just winning it out of Dodge. Well, look, if you win by 18, you win by 12. It, for us, it's – I mean, for them, it's the same, right? Right. So it's going to come down to a last-second situation. This is not one I would play. I mean, I can make an argument to take Oregon State at 15 and a half. But I, they're so bad, you're, you're kind of holding your breath if you do. All right, when we come back, we're going to ship up to Boston with our guy Josh Applebaum. Of course, you catch him on Morning Bets and Market Insights here uh, on the podcast on the network. And we'll catch up with him on some college basketball and, of course, Super Wild Card Weekend. Come on back. Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com, that's Z-Y-N.com, and buy it today. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical each and every thursday we like to take this time to ship up to boston with our guy josh applebaum host of morning bets and market insights you can find him at uh, on twitter and follow him as i do at josh underscore insights josh great to catch up with you uh, over the morning coffee today when you uh when you did your morning bets and market insights pods what did you note in wildcard weekend because we've seen some some line moves that some i think make sense you can understand with you know, the Bengals and whether or not Lamar Jackson's going to go to a tongue of Ilo ruled out and others like the chargers where I go, what's going on with that line move? How have you kind of figured out wh- why these lines are moving the way they are? Yeah, Dave and Amal, it's great to be with you. And you're totally right, Dave. We've got a lot of lines going back and forth here. Like, for example, let's get away. Let's kind of uh, get rid of the easy ones first here. You know, Cincinnati, I think you missed the boat on the Bengals now. They opened minus six and a half. They were, you know, seven really quickly. Now we're showing nine and a half. I see books going to 10 right now. Ooh. Big reason there, obviously, is the quarterback situation. So to me, the Bengals were a play mentioned on the Market Insights pod a couple days ago when they were minus six and a half, tease them down, even seven and a half, even eight and a half, taking them down to two and a half, tease them down uh, against the Ravens without their QB. That was the angle. But now you take them down. You're really not going through many key numbers. I think the value has gone there with Cincy. Uh, maybe you look toward an underplay here. That total has dropped a bit, 43 and a half down to 40 and a half. But also, guys, with backup quarterbacks, to me, I would really tread lightly here. You know, one thing you look at when you get to the wild card weekend is dogs. You know, dogs really tend to bark louder in these big playoff games. You have the public who may not have grinded every single weekend with us in the NFL, you know, for 18 weeks, 19 weeks. But they're going to come in now because they want to, you know, get be a part of the fun and have a little bit of action on these games that everyone's going to be watching. So. Public comes in, they like favorites, they like overs. Contrarian betters like me, we love the dogs and the unders. You look at dogs, they're 16-8 against the spread, 67% the last five postseason. So the one that would match to me, I, I, I am on the Giants guys, plus three. That's been a line freeze play for me all week. You have the public on uh, the Vikings there, like 64% of bets, but it was minus three Vikings. It's never moved off of three. So I'm a type of guy, I like line moves, but to me, sometimes it's, it's the lack of line movement mm. that can give you an indication of where the respective money's at. So despite two thirds of bets on the Vikings, why aren't we up to three and a half? Why didn't we go to four? It stayed right where it's at. Uh, And again, the Vikings have been a team this year that have kind of been a paper tiger. In my opinion, you know, they're 13 and four great record. Public loves that amazing record, but they're minus three point differential. And you look at the G men who rested their starters week 18, still battled hard. I'm on plus three there. Daniel Jones is 16 and five ATS as a road dog. Uh, So G men plus three, but the one I'm really interested in guys is Jacksonville. You asked me a couple days ago, who's who, what's my play there? It's definitely Jacksonville. They are plus two and a half down to like one and a half, one, even going toward a pick them. But we have seen buyback on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're now back up 
to minus two and a half here, Dave. So to me, I think it's important, you know, as a contrarian better to wait as long as you can let kind of these uh, bets settle a bit, let the public have their say. I'm still going to go Jags. I'll hold out for a three. I don't know if we're going to get it, but Jags are really contrarian. They're only getting about 35% of bets. That's a prime time, eight o'clock game. Maybe you tease up the Jags two and a half to eight and a half. You pair that with Tampa plus two and a half to plus eight and a half. But definitely I'm a little bit worried because Jags look like, look like a pretty clear sharp play all week, but you are starting to get that buyback here on Justin Herbert. That's the one that surprised me. That's the one I didn't understand the line move, uh, line move them all. Because again, we, 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 yes, they got good news that it looks like Mike Williams is going to be able to go and Bosa is going to be able to go. But I was really surprised to see this hop back up to two and a half. And so, again, I, I guess I'm all, as long as it stays under the key number of three, it really doesn't affect you unless, to, to Josh's point, you want to tease up the Jags now because now it's a keyable number if you go through eight, eight and a half. Yeah, you're absolutely right there. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you brought this game up. I, I actually am on the opposite side here. I love the Chargers in a revenge spot. Got embarrassed. But, you know, Josh, you brought up something I thought that was a great point that I know you utilize quite a bit. For people that may be unfamiliar, you mentioned 64% of the bets on the Minnesota Vikings. Is there somewhere where somebody who may not necessarily be entrenched in this industry the way you or Dave and I might be to be able to get access to that type of information or where they could find it if they don't have the opportunity to be able to listen uh, daily in terms of whether it's VSIN, our show, any other shows? Yeah, it's a great uh, question here, Amal, because I throw out a lot of numbers. And as you're, if you're better listening or watching, it's like, hey, can I get those numbers too? So <laughs> all you got to do is, is become a VSIN member. We got a great promo right now. It's only $9.99. Get full VSIN access for a month of service here. And once you become a member, you'll get those DraftKings percentages. Now, uh, if you talk to a lot of wise guys, they don't really put much stock into the percentages. And I get it. They're betting their own numbers and discrepancies versus uh, what the books are posting. But for a data guy like me, the percentages are really key because if I'm going into a bet, I got to know two things, guys. One, where's the public? Two, where's the smart money? So, for example, if you look at a low bets, higher dollar situation, the G-men would fit. They're only getting, you know, around 35, 40% of bets, but almost 55% of the money. So right off the bat, I want to be uh, contrarian against the public. I want to be sharp with those uh, bigger wagers there. So if you can use those percentages to your advantage, are they going to win every time? Of course not. But uh, to me, they're extremely valuable because if you can align basically the line movement with the percentages, like to me, if you get low bets, higher dollars, and the line moving in your favor, boom, that's an auto bet for me. So yeah, become a VEASAN Pro member and then you'll, you'll bookmark this DraftKings bet percentage page. You can look at it all day and remember, it's always the strongest data closer to game time. If you look at a game you know, uh, you know, a week away, those percentages are real, but they're not that actionable because public hasn't really had their say. But if you look at these percentages, you know, last 24 hours, a couple hours before the game, maybe you missed a good number, but that's when the percentages are really important because you have a big influx of public betting. All right, to quote Jimmy Dugan from uh, League of Their Own, that's good advice. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, let's talk about Seattle against San Francisco here because, Josh, I, I get it why the, the Niners are a big favorite. What I don't get is how this number has dropped as the week has gone on because I think it opened around 11, 10 and a half, and now it's kind of hit a plateau of nine and a half here for the Niners as we get ready for a Super Wildcard weekend to begin on Saturday. Does that line move intrigue you at all either way? It does intrigue me, Dave. So I'd lean a little bit towards Seattle here. You did go through the key number of 10. You mentioned it, Dave, 10, 10 and a half, 11. We're now down to nine and a half. Again, going back to the percentages, 68% of bets are on San Fran. I get it. They've looked like kind of a, you know, a wagon all year long. Mm -hmm. Brock Purdy out of nowhere. It looks like a great quarterback. Uh, it looks like an obvious play takes San Fran. But well, this would be a reverse line move. If almost 70% of bets are on San Fran, why is the line falling in favor of Seattle? So to me, you missed the key number. If you get back up to 10, I could be intrigued by the Seahawks here, guys, as a divisional dog, reverse line move, contrarian bet, wild card weekend dog. But I really like the under in this one. And this is to me, and you guys know this, we've talked about this all year long on this segment, weather-based plays. This is your number one weather-based under this weekend. There's actually a tweet by Andrew Siciliano uh, talking about the weather in San Francisco this weekend. It's not freezing cold. It's going to be in the 50s, but you're going to get a ton of rain. It could be really rainy, but it's going to be really windy as well. 10 to 20 mile per hour winds. And this total opened 43 and a half. It was 42 and a half this afternoon. That Siciliano tweet comes out, guys. It's now down to 42. Ooh. So this looks pretty sharp to the under to me. Uh, we'd also look at a division under that's been an angle here all uh, regular season long you know your opponent you can kind of match up a little bit better the rain uh, isn't a big factor but the wind windy unders 10 miles per hour or more were like 64 percent this year and they played two games so far and both totals landed on 34 uh, so i'm looking toward the under here i'd lean seattle but I took that under 42 and a half, and I'm loving a weather-based underplay here in a divisional matchup. Yeah, I like this total play you have here, Josh. And the other thing is that stands out to me, this number's higher than the Baltimore-Cincinnati game, which surprises me a little <laughs> bit because 
this game could potentially get out of hand. And right. I think, Josh, you're onto something here. And I, I have a feeling this number gets down to 41 and a half or 41 by the time we kick off. So, if, as Josh alluded to, if you like this one, I would jump on this one pretty quickly. Yeah, ba- bad weather and uh, good defenses. Maybe the best defense in the NFL in San Francisco. Seattle might really struggle to, to score some points there. It feels like a, a pretty good play, but maybe the number's going to keep drifting down, so you better hop on that now. Hey, Josh, we pre- really appreciate the information, as always. And, again, uh, for the people very quickly here, tell them about the, uh, the podcast that you have and one you can catch every morning here on the VEASAN Networks. Yeah, so we got two pods here, Dave and Amal. Uh, appreciate the shout out here. You know, you wake up early in the morning. You only have a few minutes to get ready for work or do what you got to do. You put on a pot of coffee, listen to the market, uh, the morning bets podcast here. It comes out around 6.30 a.m. It's only 15 minutes. We'll highlight some of the biggest games, biggest line moves to know about. And then you got the big one. Like, that's the appetizer. Main <laughs> course is the Market Insights pod. We'll go about 40 minutes there, give you updates later in the afternoon. So, uh, yeah, check it out, vsan.com. You can find it on Spotify, wherever you get your pods. Uh, but have a great uh, great day, guys. Good luck, Wild Card Weekend. All right, great you. stuff, as always, from Josh Applebaum up there in the great city of Boston. All right, gentlemen, let's give out our pro tip here for our number one. We talked about it a little bit in college basketball. And the context here is, sure, you're going to win sometimes when you lay points with road favorites. But overall, and this is why, Amal, you even said yesterday, like there's certain games that just aren't your type of plays. Right. In the long term, that's not really a good strategy, right? That, yes, you can win one or two isolated spots, but tread carefully because it's hard to win on the road, certainly in college, in conference play, in college basketball. Yeah, especially when you're laying these short numbers. We saw at Mississippi State yesterday loses. Virginia Tech loses, Connecticut loses, so be very cautious in some of those spots. And you're referencing the big number here between Arizona tonight and Oregon State. I mean, look, Wildcats win by 9, 12, 15. It's, all, it's the same. Yeah, they, they just want to win and get out of Dodge. So, again, long-term, maybe not the best strategy. We're trying to uh, update you on that. That, of course, as a VEASAN Pro subscriber, you get access to up to 20 of those a day. Go to VEASAN.com, sort those out by show and or by sport. Back with more Big Bets in a moment. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 